Welcome to the Connor Charland Podcast, where I, Connor Charland, meet up with a musician, hear about what makes them tick, what kind of experiences they're bringing inside of their music, and on today's episode, we have Joe and Cameron of King Perry, currently on tour celebrating the release of their Mary EP. King Perry is their project located in Highland Park, just like me, and they lean into their label of Stoner Soul slash Lo-Fi R&B. We talk about how they formed the band, found their sound, and how the art of DJing informs their music. Please enjoy this conversation with King Perry. Hey, yo. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, top of the afternoon to you both. First off, I was able to find Cameron's name online. What is your name? Uh, I go by DJ. Oh, sorry. Microphone. <laughs> I go by DJ Stepmom. DJ Stepmom. Yeah, so it's just at DJ Stepmom. Perfect. Yeah, I was able to find that account, but not your actual first name. How do you, how do your friends address uh, you? Joe. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> DJ. Yeah, it's nothing exciting. Okay. Dat Joe. That's what I'll, I'll refer to yeah, as. DJ. Okay. DJ. Okay, perfect. Um, so... It sounds like you guys moved from Minneapolis to Los Angeles. When was that move, and how's it going so far? Uh, the move was in November of 2020. Yeah, so we yeah we moved here a year, a little over a year ago. <laughs> wow! Right before things got really bad here yeah. with COVID. Yeah, but that kind of gave us an opportunity to like get to know the neighborhood. So we live in Highland Park. Uh, That's where I live. Oh no way! We're neighbors. <laughs> oh whoa! Come on. I didn't know you lived in LA. I think okay, was, cool. <laughs> well, crazy. we're right next to each other. We should walk awesome. sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. yeah, you should uh make an appearance in our Zoom right now. <laughs> <laughs> just walk over yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah. Just pop over quick. Uh yeah, that's great. Wow, we're all neighbors. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, great. And how how has how has it been like adjusting to LA? Like what what prompted the move for you guys? I think the pandemic was a big part of it because we both kind of had things going in Minneapolis and then just with the pandemic, everything cleared out. So, yeah, that was a big part. And we just uh, the weather is really nice here and, you know, especially coming from Minneapolis. But, yeah, I think we just wanted. I think mainly I, I really just wanted to change. So you guys you come to Los Angeles. Tell me even before that, how you two got together. Like, how did this band get started? Yeah, so in like 2019, well, so first, Joe and I have known each other for a long time, like nine years, 10 years, something like nice. that. Uh, Great. Uh, so in 2019, Joe randomly started texting me these like instrumental demos of stuff that he was creating in his bedroom. They were super funky and like psychedelic and lo-fi and uh, yeah, and it just sounded like music that I've been like wanting to make for a long time we decided we're like hey let's hang out and write some stuff cool and so we like got together and like put together sunshine in like a couple days and then we were like this is tight we should make a band (laughs) (laughs) uh and so yeah it was like super it just like all came together it wasn't like planned it was just sort of like hey like let's hang out we've never tried writing together let's just try it and then we just kept writing songs that's great. That's, and how do yeah. you guys? It seems like you guys. I've I watched one of your sessions where it's just the two of you out on that porch, and then I also watched another 
It's like an hour long or like half hour long session of you guys playing out in Minneapolis on that rooftop. Um, and that was with a full band. When when do you guys when do you guys like to branch out outside of the two of you? And when when do you like to keep it just the two of you? Yeah, it, it just depends. Like, so if we're doing like a show, especially like Twin Cities things, it's it sort of just like depends on like what we are able to do we like prefer to do all four if we can um okay. all the time and like during the pandemic it was like the, a lot of those videos that we did were kind of out of necessity because like we weren't really spending a lot of time around other people right um and it was like we had just started the group not that long before the pandemic and joe and i do all the writing and recording and stuff so it's like at that time it just like it was like all right this is the only way that we know this music uh and then once we started playing more shows it was like all right like bringing in like drums and bass felt like that was definitely the move so yeah whenever we can get get the four piece we try to do it and sometimes we don't it's depends nice yeah. um there are so many buttons when you guys are playing uh <laughs> together it was uh i was trying to get a grasp i was like pausing and trying to take a take in your entire setups the vocal processing that you do is quite robust would you mind giving me just like a quick download of like what it is that you're doing vocal processing wise when you're when you're doing that live? It like it reminds me of a lot of the Reggie Watts stuff that I've seen, mm -hmm. um, but it it's also it, it is also very very unique. So I I have no idea. Yeah, so the, the vocal effects thing is something I I'd been wanting to do for years before this project, and then again like the first time that Joe and I hung out, Joe was like, "Hey, let's like try putting your vocals to these guitar pedals," and I was like, "Dude." that's what I've been wanting to do for years. <laughs> but it was just like having like the, uh, just like the, like freezing up, you know? Cause it's like, all right, I want to do uh, effects for my vocals. And it's like, okay, do I use guitar pedals? Do I use multi-effects pedals? Like in, literally as soon as that, like that split in my brain, it's just like, I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't know where to start. And I don't want to spend money until I know. Right. But anyway, so once we started messing around, then it was super easy. Cause it was like, oh, I really love how, this reverb sounds so i got the the strymon flint yeah uh, which is the reverb that i'm using and then uh yeah so i use a strymon flint i use a uh, the strymon uh el capisan cool for like the tape echo for the live stuff and it's some of the recorded stuff and then some of the recorded stuff uh joe has a echoplex and a space echo so we'll actually use the real thing touring with that would be a bad idea <laughs> why is uh, that it would, it would look cool it would look cool they're huge and very expensive okay and would pretty <laughs> immediately get destroyed <laughs> okay gotcha. um, but the 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 tape echo uh pedal that i use i think does a really good job of emulating it and yeah so usually for when i'm doing live i'm usually just using like uh just a delay tape delay and a reverb cool. for the live stuff then we yeah when we, re we record there's like a few other things that I might potentially add to the chain. Yeah. But yeah. That's great. Joe, can I ask you a similar question? I noticed that you have the the RC three hundred over to your left and then you have your effects pedals over in front of you. But then there was also some machine up into your right. I'm like referring to that uh, it was like a Q session or whatever. Um I'm I'm oh, trying to yeah. remember. It's like a, out on the porch. It was like you had it looked like some something with touch pads but then you also had your computer open with a hard drive attached. And I was like, what? <laughs> there, there, there's a large library being accessed, but I don't know what it's for. So that was like a 
particular thing we did that one time. Um, but I did build like a loop of sunshine mm. that time. So I put down. I, so that's why I had the loop pedal. So cool. I did like drum. So that that's a drum machine with the touch pads. It's called cool. the DX Oberheim DX. It's like an '80s drum machine, and that's like what we. The whole EP is actually that drum machine, so that's the only cool drums on it. Um, but I'll run the drum machine through guitar pedals a lot, so kind of makes it the drums different from track to track, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, for that I looped drums and then put down the bass <coughs> and then put down the guitar part on the loop pedal. Cool. But that loop pedal. I think it was, it keeps breaking, so <laughs> I think it was broken on that <laughs> session, too. I was like, yeah. What's wrong with it? Uh, It just, like, glitches out really hardcore. Okay. I remember I tried to, like, on that cue session, I was fading out the track, but it, the fade out just wasn't working, so sure. I just, like, I don't know how we stopped it, but... <laughs> <laughs> just turn, just turn just, the volume down on the yeah. master. The branding for your band is like one of the best brandings i feel like i've ever seen <laughs> for any band and this is like including all the like it's like up there with like silk sonic branding for me where i'm like <laughs> it's so cool to have not only plush toys of yourself but animated music videos of yourself performing like how i mean i imagine we're around the same age like around 30 so like a lot of a lot of Nickelodeon, a lot of Cartoon Network influences, but like what, what, what made that so important to you? I imagine it wasn't cheap to commit to uh, a fully animated custom music video. Yeah, I feel like it was honestly like, it was like the music that dictated it for hmm. both of us. Cause we didn't like, again, and like the whole project, it's like we, we didn't go into this project expecting it to be a band. I was talking to someone about it recently and I feel like it was more like, you were sending me stuff and it was like, oh, maybe I could sing on some of your stuff. Like, oh, I could like be featured on, we wrote stuff and it was like, oh man, this should be a band. Yeah. So like nothing was like thought out beforehand. And then we wrote something, recorded Sunshine. I don't remember which of us brought it up, but someone was like, like, oh yeah, I'm like seeing like these colors and like bright, whatever. And then the other person was like, oh yeah, me too. And so it was like, we both individually had like, like a visualization of what the song what the music sounded like and then from there it was like yeah like making like an animation for this would be sick yeah so it was really like the music it, i mean for both of us it was like immediately i guess what we both thought it was like this a similar color palette and like this kind of animated yeah like world kind of thing so we started with the one video and then it was like all right let's now that we're writing these other songs let's build out the whole thing what was it like settling on cartoon caricatures of yourselves? Was that uh like what, what can you remind me the the animator's name is that and sorry I, I I couldn't find his name. Oh, it's okay. Uh Jake Huffcut is his name. Jake Huffcut. Um, nice. But yeah, I think we I found him on Instagram. I think someone just put like a like made an ad with their music on Instagram and and I ended up following it because I was like, well, this is so cool. And then I was like, wait, when we talked about animation, I was like, I saw this one thing on Instagram that really caught my eye. I don't even remember the name of the person who did it or, you know, but I ended up tracking it down. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is 
perfect and he lives here and it was in minneapolis at the time we just got together with him sent him the sunshine and then he was like wow this is amazing i can't wait to do this and then we didn't give him we didn't talk about anything really <laughs> nothing uh of yeah, just what send to him the do lyrics. did you that send him pictures of yourselves how did it yeah, yeah, yeah. We said okay. pictures. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he yeah. guessed our images kind yeah, of perfectly. Yeah, nailed it. It's incredible, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, we just sent him pictures and, and then um, lyrics. So, yeah, and so for Sunshine, I, for most of this stuff, there's been a couple of videos where it's been like, here's a storyboard, like, this is what we want. Uh, but for most of it, it's just been like, here's the lyrics. And he has his world built. He, like, created an entire world around incredible. the songs which is super cool yeah it's really trippy stuff i'm impressed by like there are there are certain parts where he's just like doubling the animation and a mirrored image just like help fill the frame anytime i'm noticing that immediately he takes it away and then does more custom animation it's just so mm -hmm. impressive where i'm like this is an incredible amount of work that this person is doing yeah um and it looks so good on your vinyl in the center like watching yeah. that spin looks so good so congratulations on having the coolest merch oh known, hey, thank you known to thank me thank you shout out to Appreciate jake that, yeah. yeah tell me about your it seems like you both are djs yeah yeah i'd say uh, that <laughs> I, I i will confidently say that we're both djs <laughs> dj stepmom is very good okay i'm i'm in training i'm learning okay so yeah. DJ Stepmom is the uh, master and you are Padawan? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. Perfect. The so force that... is in me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So over at the gold line the other day, that was uh, that was DJ Stepmom. That was not a Cameron set. Correct. Oh, yeah. That, actually, that was like Gold Diggers, but we do... Gold Diggers, that's what I mean. Yeah, we do DJ at the gold line. I actually work there, too. So. Oh, <laughs> so, cool. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're yeah, we May would... 7th. We're doing May 7th at the Gold Line. Yep. So. Awesome. Like, I have one DJ experience that just nice. happened this last weekend where Ooh. I, a, a buddy of mine was going to do a Spotify playlist for his wedding reception. And I was like, well, I, I already do a lot of wedding music. That's like kind of my day job is doing wedding music. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I will learn the DJ equipment and I will be at minimum better than spotify on crossfade that's my goal nice i feel like i achieved it but i it i'm like if you were to call me a painter it'd be like a four-year-old just like jamming a brush into paper yeah. that's like that's what i am in the dj world yeah and that's yeah. that's a, that's a stretch how <laughs> how do you feel like djing influences your music and and what it is that that you do like obviously djs bring people on a journey and you're keeping them in a in a vibe for a long period of time and you're changing that vibe but like w what else do you feel like really impacts either your performance or the way that you think about writing or developing a set yeah that's a good question i think a big part about djing and how it translates to making music is just as a dj you want to play you want to find music all the time you know it's kind of like your your job even if you're not djing djing you're finding music so mm -hmm. to dj so just having that eclectic taste really had a big part on king perry i think where i was like well i really like prince and but i really like psychedelic like 
you know, the Unknown Mortal Orchestra right now, and then house music, and all that goes into the music for sure. Yeah, and flow. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, some subconsciously, you know, when you're building a live set or deciding the order of the songs for the EP, you know, the DJ stuff yeah. is in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think totally. And like the first thing you said, like about you're yeah digging, you're digging, you're exploring, and finding new stuff. It's crazy. Like my yeah, I had never done any DJing until we went up to this one cabin one time with a group of people. That was my first joke. My first lessons with DJ Stepmom were like four in the morning, <laughs> partying super hard. Jeez. And uh, we were hanging out. And he had just showed me how to do stuff. He's like, "All right, man, you got this." And then I had like my first like hour set, and I was like, cool. I had so much fun. But yeah, since then we did stuff during the pandemic, and like my first public DJ gig was at the Gold Line, which was wild because I didn't know. Uh, I mean, I know it's like an amazing place, like you know, but. I didn't know that like a lot of people are like too scared to DJ there and stuff yes. cuz it's yeah, like that's what I learned, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like prestigious and a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's super. And like but like for me to go into it that way and not know was much better cuz it was just super fun. We had a blast. But you choose from the collection from Peanut Butter Wolf's collection. Oh wow. And at first I was freaked out. But then it was like, "No, nah, man, this is awesome." Like I didn't know a lot of the stuff, but it did matter cuz like everything was awesome. And you're just like, again, you're exploring. You're just picking through stuff. Look at the cover. It's like, this looks super crazy. Let me cue it up. And then you're going to find something that's going to be cool. Yeah. You know? And if that doesn't work, it doesn't matter. It's chill. Find something else. Yeah. 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 Super fun. I guess I've always thought, too, that I don't want my mu- I want my music to sound like I'm a music fan before I'm a musician. Hmm. You know? Like, I, I want that. That's That was, like, a big part of this group. Because that's kind of where my brain was going, transitioning to musically. And I think DJing had a big part of that. That's really cool. I like that a lot. I, uh, When you're finding new music, is this all, are you finding it all word of mouth? Like within other friends and you're constantly like, when you're, when you're searching for something new, where, where are you going? Yeah, I think every, so many sources, you know, friends, uh technology is crazy these days so youtube yeah <laughs> um, discogs i'll like find a producer i like and then maybe click on their name on discogs and then gotcha. go down the rabbit hole of stuff they've produced or yeah mix i listen to a lot of mixes so i'll find okay. a lot of songs just from that um yeah awesome awesome great we're um we're about at the half hour mark just curious if you guys are interested in playing a song or me while we're here i feel like it's catching you by surprise is this a surprise oh shit oh uh you know this is but it (laughs) probably shouldn't be uh Uh, you're you're totally able to say uh no i don't think we can pull that off right now or no we don't feel like it right now yeah let's just do it i'll grab my acoustic let's go let's just do it this is what this is uh this is what we're about here let's do i like it let's do the one let's do with with the intro yeah 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 the one, and then it's got this the parts. Oh <laughs> hell yeah, get the parts. <laughs> mm, do you spend? 
fixed on a screen when the sun goes down. But you can't drown out your thoughts when there's no one else around. Ooh, just outside, memories waiting for you. You put down the shades, but they can peer right through And you, what can you do? Do you spend all night Thank you. Oh, thank you. That was really that good. That was funny. <laughs> Zero vocal so. warm-ups hitting hitting all the high notes. Yeah, well yeah, yeah. It's also, uh, the fingers first, were plenty warm. Yeah, first first thing of the day there. It's uh, that's how we do it though. It feels feels right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you know you're good. You can just pick it up on the fly. Um, Cameron, what what's what's your what's something you really enjoy about working with Joe? Oh, okay. One of the greatest parts of working with Joe is that Joe is about capturing the vibe and making sure that we're like capturing the feeling of a thing and the feeling of a performance more so than like trying to make sure it's like 
perfectly technically lined up, mm-hmm. nudged, all that. The soul, keeping the soul of the thing, yeah, is is the the of the utmost importance. So it's like super killer working together on this stuff. Yeah, and also like the like that, and then the, the like, let's just try it. Try it. We gotta try stuff. If we like it, we like it. If we don't, it's fine. Hmm. But yeah, like the adventure, going for it thing. Yeah. Joe, yeah. what 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 makes you really like Cameron as a as a lead singer for this project? Like, what what, what do you really resonate with when it comes to him? Oh man, yeah. I mean, his voice is amazing, and like, I I don't know a better vocalist to be completely honest. What? Ooh, I don't know. take I don't that, every other vocalist you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. Well, sorry, my my shout out john shout out cassandra (laughs) you're worse yeah (laughs) you're worse you're worse um no i I, he's just like he's really he's also he knows music really well so anything i send him he's just like knows what to say like he he knows what notes are right you know and what notes are wrong and so i can just it allows me to just like throw whatever i want in the track <laughs> and yeah. he's just like whoa that's crazy <laughs> and these things with it so yeah and and i think the friendship is a huge part too you know it just allows the music to be free and free and fun right free and fun yeah uh couple couple f- couple free and fun friends triple f for you so that's wonderful that's wonderful that's Theme uh of the day that's so important to find and i think that's such yeah. a gift to like find in, in life someone who you vibe with that well that's really important um any do you you can either go best or worst here what's like either the best or worst advice you've received about your music career it's a good question i feel like people have more answers to the worst one you know which is cool because then you can take that are you saying like about in, or individually or about the band? Uh, either, either one. Just what whatever whatever you've heard, you know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> this I is what advice. I want to say, but I don't know. I don't know yeah, yeah. Know Shout out away. to Cassandra and John. They told me the other day. It has to do with Christmas. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You should say it. Uh, so someone had suggested that they were like, "Oh, this really reminds me of Christmas music." And their advice was to make a Christmas album. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> for Which, for the sunshine as well. I th- you know, we're not entirely. I don't know. Okay. Cool. It was just someone's response, like, "Wow, this is cool. It reminds me a lot of Christmas." Did you ever thought of making a Christmas album? I don't know. Something about it all just felt. It was like <laughs> we were just trying to show our music to somebody. We're all entitled to that opinion, I guess. Yeah. 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 I think. Well, I would say the the best. Maybe this doesn't count as the answer to the question, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer this question with this. Uh, <laughs> um, my advice <laughs> would be, my advice would be, don't spend too much time of your life if you're a younger musician or if you're whatever you're making music now. You're older, middle aged, doesn't matter. Don't spend time too much time thinking about and caring about what other people think spend less time thinking about what 
in in obsessing over what other people think make stuff that you love and that you think is cool especially if like if you're trying to be like an original artist Mm -hmm. do that start there don't worry about what other people think i spent too long thinking like worrying about what other people think and now it's like we're just making music that we think is cool and we love how it sounds and it like yeah this and it's going like more people have listened to this music than anything i've done before cool and i feel like a lot of that has to do with the fact that we just decided to create music that we love in in a way that we love too like we record everything at home don't go to a studio like we just do it all ourselves and it just cool. feels a lot better and you know that's not to say that that's <laughs> that's that's the way that we love to do it you know however you love to do it right uh do it that way and if mm. there's something in your head that's like something about this doesn't feel right trust that don't waste your time don't waste your time doing sessions where you're like hating it because you don't want to hate it you yeah. want to love it yeah that's good that's my advice that i'm giving myself <laughs> and me i'll take it i'll receive it i'm giving myself to give out so yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah. that's the advice yeah do you guys have any particular books or authors that have meant a lot to you in the last couple of years uh so I, I just finished malcolm x's autobiography everyone should read that yeah i read that uh yeah. two years ago and that was no words meant bananas my man murakami read a few murakami books that are just wild do you have any uh, particular titles? The first one I read was The Wind-Up Bird Chronicle. Don't start with that one. <laughs> Don't start with that book. Don't do it. It's like 600 pages and like really intense. Okay. I, I had to stop reading it like four times. Yeah. Pinball 1981 or Colorless. There, there's, there's like a s- several other ones Okay. that are like super killer. Wind okay. Song. Perfect. Joe, you got anything? To just be completely honest, I, I haven't read a book in a while. That's totally fine. <laughs> I, I, I just, it's all like, yeah. I also, I, I had feel not like read I in should, a long time yeah. before the pandemic, and then I started reading again. Yeah. But um, I, I've read a couple. I was reading, uh, it's called like The Power of Daily Practice, but I didn't finish it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was yeah, reading uh, uh, the, the Power of Persistence, but uh, I just yeah. couldn't bring myself to finish it. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> did quite yeah. pull through. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, but I, I, I read uh, articles, you know. Um, mm. mm-hmm. Q and not. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> boo, boo, boo. <laughs> totally kidding. I don't read that at all. I, I like to learn about the people that like crazy shit. Like, you know, I, yeah, that's yeah. interesting to me for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna read a book in 2022. Yeah, or not? It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get Audible if you want. Listen to something on YouTube. Yeah, it's all it's all your choice. My Kindle. <laughs> I'm still. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. My Kindle That's broke, and now I'm just you know, <laughs> I'm stuck. No. <laughs> what Life did people do before that? Really? You know? it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. And now you're frozen. You're frozen. Yeah. I just read the same page <laughs> from this one <laughs> book because that's yeah. just the only thing that shows. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any upcoming uh, gigs or things that you're looking forward to, things that you're dreading that you want to mm. um, promote? Finishing up our Mary tour with a couple, two and a half weeks. We start in Salt Lake City on April 19th. And we're going to 
Denver, Davenport, Twin Cities, Turf Salt Club. Lake City, Salt Lake City, uh, uh, Milwaukee, Madison, Chicago, Kansas wow. City, Missouri, Norman, Oklahoma, Amarillo, Texas. Dang, what else? Albuquerque, Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona, San Diego, California, and L.A. And Los but Angeles. We well, we haven't announced that yet, but it's May something. Coming. May 8th. May 8th. At the Moroccan Lounge. Nice. The Moroccan Lounge. Well, are you are you booking that all yourself? Or I saw that you work with Acrophase Records and Andrew Morgan. Are, are you booking all, all of these dates yourself, or are, are the other people helping you as well? We have an agent. Jonathan nice. Madsen. From the Matson Two, cool. He is a bomb. Dot <laughs> com. He is a bomb. Okay, great, great. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, thanks so much for chatting with me today, you guys. Yeah, I really, thank you. Of course. Yeah, I thank really, you. I appreciate the insights. I uh, like all the pedal references. I um, yeah. Overall, I think you guys are cool. Would love to. Yeah, love to hang out. out. Love to hang out in a park, play some video games, whatever, you, whatever you're into. <laughs> That this all sounds great. Let's okay. do both at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> With the Nintendo Switch, you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can do anything. Oh. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. Great. I'm gonna um, go ahead and clap on my end. <laughs>